0: Hi there and welcome to Manningham Christian Centre's Sermon of the Week. I'm so glad you joined us. My name is Matt Wyatt and I'm the lead pastor here. My prayer for you is that as you listen, you encounter God and find this message practically helpful. It would mean a lot to us if you were able to rate and subscribe. This not only lets us know how we can serve you better, but also spreads the message to those who need to hear it. Hey, thanks so much again, and i look forward to catching up with you later. Bye. Father, we just thank you right now for your presence. We thank you, Lord, for your word that is at work within our life. Lord, we just thank you for this Christmas time that we get to celebrate you Lord, we thank you that we're in, a na- in this nation called Australia, that is that is where we are free to celebrate who you are, who you are to us, and Lord, what you're doing in the earth. Lord, I just pray that your spirit will go before us and that your the very nature of your uh, word and uh, your voice would resound within our hearts, within our spirits, Lord, in Jesus' name. And we all said, Amen, amen. High five, somebody, take a seat. Fantastic, all right. Can you say these words after me? Think. That's good. Think. What you gonna do to me? Why don't you? That's a good old song. Pray. Pray. Pray is a good thing. Celebrate. Hey, who loves to celebrate something? Yeah? Yeah, you know, sometimes in Australia, our celebration is a little bit laid back compared to other cultures, and I think we can just dial this area of celebration up a little bit. And the last word is do. Can you say do? All right, so think, pray, celebrate, do. For a while now, we have been uh, considering um, and talking about um, how we as individuals and how we as a church corporately respond to the presence of God. How many know that God is not a notion? He is not a book of ethics. How many know he's not a stone sculpture that you sit on your mantelpiece? How many know that God is not the image on a crucifix? That may be a reflection of what Jesus did, but how many know that he's not still on the cross? Hello? God is more than a notion, God is more than a thought, He is more than a set of ideals, He is more than an act of coincidence or goodwill. God is a person. And the Bible describes God as the Father and as of, of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. And we know that there are three because the Bible teaches it. The Bible speaks about it, the three in one. And we also understand that God is, um, he, in, in, the, in the Garden of Eden, he, he, they, they turned to each other and said, let us. Make man in our image. So we understand, and within the context of human language, we understand that there is Father, that there is Son, and there is Holy Spirit. We know that God is real. We know that God is powerful. We know that God is at work in and around our life. Hello? you only have to drive down the road and you know that God is powerful <laughs> how many near accidents have we had where it may have cost us our life or at least personal in-, in injury we know that God we have seen as a church that there are have been miraculous healings i have been healed I am healed of stage 4 cancer. Correct. Now, did I go through the process of of wonderful doctors and incredible treatment and diet shift and change? That that's yes, I absolutely did. Some things I need to get back on. But the point is this, we have witnessed great healing. We've witnessed great provision. We as a church own this building. Wow. Wow. And some of you have been here that long that 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 you remember when it was a challenge to have paid this off, right? So everybody new walks in and goes, "Oh, not a bad place, that's nice." But we know the cost. We know the, 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 the gain of pain that we went through to see this take place. We know that God is always directing his church. And it is our role and responsibility to listen to that direction and respond. Amen? So, again, I come back to the, and I, and I ask the question how do we respond to the very presence of God? Because the very presence of God feels like love. The very presence of God feels like healing. It feels like health. It feels like provision. It feels feels like being parents for the first time, second, third, fourth, whatever it might be. The miracle of life is often felt by us when we hold a child. When we sense the presence of God, often what takes place is, is we begin to reason within our mind. And our, and our response is very much, it begins within our mind. We, we reason, we uh, evaluate, we make a judgment. And when we have finished all of those processes, we make a decision. And often the decision is, was that really God? <laughs> Our decision ends up in a question often many of the time, much of the time, and was it really? What Could it have been just coincidence? You know, could, I, could it be just the air conditioner blowing on my face? Could it be that, that curry that I had last night was just a bit? Could it be different? Tonight, in a very quick way, we're going to look at some people's responses. Don't worry, I haven't had the camera on you tonight. It's all good. But two Sundays ago, we looked at Zachariah's response, didn't we? Good old Zach, right? And I'm not going to rehash it, but Zachariah's response was, was 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 kind of funny you know the angel came in he's in the very room the very presence of god where the presence of God is most manifest do you understand it right he's there he's fear and trembling he knows that if you know if he messes anything up it's like it's it's death right there in that point right and and so and then an angel appears and and he proclaims this one thing to zacharias that and that that his his elderly uh, that he, the angel didn't say that, but his wife who was elderly was going to give birth, and and he said, "How can that be?" So, I love his response. I love Zachariah's response because he he says this. Have you got your Bibles with you? Open your Bible to Luke chapter one. Luke chapter one. Let me know when you've got it. Have you got it? Fantastic. Verse 11, Then the angel of the Lord appeared to him, being Zacharias, standing on the right side of the altar of incense. And when... You have to understand that the altar of incense, the reason why we often experience the presence of God in moments of worship, in singing... Uh, to the Lord is that the Bible describes our singing, and and this is why it is so crucial for us to sing and worship together. It's incredibly biblical. Understand? When we sing, uh, the Psalms describe praises as incense before God. It's an incense that rises up before the Lord. Right? It's like it's like this a sweet offering, a sweet smell to Him, and so. And the angel of the Lord pe- appeared to the right-hand side of the altar of incense. It's like that where Zacharias was, was this large altar of that incense of worship going up before God. And it was there that the angel spoke to him. And when Zacharias saw him, he was troubled and fear fell on him. Fair enough. Have you come across a big, big messenger angel recently? What was your response? What do you think you might your response might be, right? But the angel said to him, Do not, don't be afraid, Zacharias, old Zacchae, for your prayer is heard and your wife Elizabeth will bear you a son and you shall call his name John. Now, now, his response, uh, Zacharias' response was verse 18, and Zacharias said to the angel, pretty cheeky, how shall I know this? Well, when a woman is pregnant, you know, Right? Is that right? I am an old man. I'm glad he just didn't say, she's an old woman. I'm glad he started with, I am an old man. And my well wife is well advanced. Now, if Zachariah had any brains, he would have stopped there. I mean, right? Like men, can you relate? If he had any brains, he would have said, and my wife is well advanced. Because my wife is well advanced. God churned out Adam first. And then he said, let me see if I can do something better. And then women came, right? Is that right? Oh, come on, girls, this is your response. This is your chance to shine. Well, that's not what he said. My wife is well advanced in years. She's too old for making babies, is what he was trying to say. And then the angel replied, and he replied very strong. He didn't say, don't worry about that, old Zachy. God's got that covered. He didn't say, there, there, there. He didn't say, "We'll pray and fast on that and think about that for a while. The angel declared who he was. Don't you know that I am the angel of the Lord? And then he delivered the message. In other words, there was this righteousness and a correction that the angel brought into Zacharias' life in order that Zacharias would believe. Hello? So that he would believe. Can you imagine? It's not actually written. Can you imagine Elizabeth's response when he got home that night? Hey, Lizzie. Got the candle. I've got a spot of red here. Got a little bit of, it's uh, not Ray Charles, who is it? Oh, Michael Bublé, maybe. Oh, that's your choice, isn't it? I'll have to remember that. He sets the mood. She goes, What are you doing? Well, an angel came to me. Yeah, right. Can you imagine it? Can you imagine Elizabeth's response? what are you doing, old boy, without being, well, he couldn't speak. But we know, my son, that actions speak louder than words, right? Elizabeth was, uh Elizabeth would have been stunned, to say the least. What about Joseph and Mary's response? What about John? What about when, when John and Jesus' response to the presence of the Lord? I want to show you that their thought, which is their initial response... The pray bit, which is response and communication. The celebrate is our response in the spirit. It's like our response of obedience is, hey, Lord, I'm going to agree with what your presence is indicating. I'm going to agree and I'm going to celebrate that. And I'm going to do, I'm going to take action and apply your faith. So for Zacharias, his thought was, what? No way. His prayer or his communication in response to the presence of the angel was a bit like, well, I'm old and my wife is well advanced in years. But his do was he had to act in faith. Zacharias had to act in faith. Otherwise, how could John be conceived? He had to respond to the word of the Lord. He had to do. And not only that, can you imagine, as a father, letting your son grow up like a weirdo? Why do I say that? Well, John wandered the wilderness wearing camel's hair and eating honey, not bad choice, and wild locusts. Well, there's a bit of protein, a bit of dessert. But are you serious? Like I have some dreams for my son, but that ain't it. But it was prophesied over John's life that he would be a voice in the wilderness crying out, prepare the way of the Lord. We don't know Elizabeth's response, really, but you know we can have fun in thinking about what it might have been. We can see her joy. We can see her joy in the Scripture of where Mary and Elizabeth meet, of which we're going to look at that. She may have had some funny responses to Zachariah's romantic notions. That might have gone through her head, that thought. But what about her pray response? What was her pray response? Her pray response was, Lord, give me a child. Give me a child. That was her pray pray response. What was her celebrate response? Her celebrate response is she wrote a song. Elizabeth, when Elizabeth and Mary came together, they, they first, first Elizabeth broke out in song. Isn't it amazing? Because the Holy Spirit came upon her when she felt the presence of God again. What was the do of Elizabeth? Elizabeth's response? The do of Elizabeth's response was when she had to give birth, she had to raise that child, She had to raise that child knowing that he was going to be a widow in the desert, eating locusts, honey, and dressed in camel's hair. Have you ever patted a camel? It's it's not sheepskin. It's pretty rough. What about Joseph's response as father? His thought response was, when the angel turned up and, and, and spoke to Joseph, when the angel turned up, it was like, well, I can't marry her now. And yet the angel came to him and said, she's conceived through the power of the Holy Spirit. He wouldn't dare not marry her after that. <laughs> In his communication... Joseph had that dream and that encounter with the angel. Isn't it wonderful how the Lord can speak to us in the night season through dreams when we are troubled? Because Joseph was really troubled about this. He was deeply concerned. But the angel came to him in his dream and reassured him, it's okay. The thought of Joseph was, I can't marry her. The the pray response, that communication was the dream. His celebrate response was, he still married Mary. He still married Mary. Would you, fellas, marry a pregnant woman that you know the child is not yours? Let's be real for a minute. He had to overcome the logic of his mind. He had to overcome the logic of him saying, well, Mary, are you being truthful? Or was that dream a little bit too much pizza the night before? You see, we have to come into this space and this place of where we trust the presence of God. We trust, and that's what Joseph did. Good on him. He trusted what, he, what, what, what was in that dream. He trusted that the angel of the Lord came to her, still married her. There was still a celebration of a marriage. What did Joseph do? Well, he had to travel. He had to find lodging. He had to find a place with, where Mary could safely give birth to Jesus. Talk about a man's man. Talk about a man. That would come, you know, you'd want fighting in the trenches beside you, amen? What about Mary? When the angel of the Lord, when the presence of God came to Mary, her thought at the beginning, the Bible describes, is that she was in fear and she was troubled at what this greeting meant. They're the words that it says. Verse 28 of Luke chapter 1, And having come in, the angel said to her, Rejoice, highly favoured one, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. But when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying and considered what manner of greeting this was. That was her initial thought. But what was her pray response? Her pray response was, as you have said, let it be so. I am your humble servant. Don't you think that's what our response should be in the presence of God? And then she put her faith into action, the do she couldn't argue with the fact that there was a baby in, in her womb, but she, she still had to be faithful in, in telling her story and, and, and no doubt there would have been a lot of mixed feelings from maybe her own father or her own family or, or her, her own uh, community around her that would look down at her and say, you know, you know you're making all that stuff up. You've been unfaithful. You've been unfaithful to Joseph, who you were betrothed to marry. And yet she had to stay, still believing in the word of God for her life. She had to grit her teeth and go, No, because I know that I know that I know that I know. She said, Let it be as you have said. How did Mary celebrate? Isn't it an amazing thing? How did Mary celebrate? She also sang a song. When Elizabeth and her came together, the baby in Elizabeth's womb, being John the Baptist, was filled with the Holy Spirit. And that was prophesied centuries earlier that that very thing would take place. I love the greeting between Elizabeth and Mary. I can just see them you know in a in a probably an overly romanticized countryside meeting together on the path or or calling out to one another or or Elizabeth was working in the field and Mary calls out to her cousin amazing and yet the joy That came out as a result of their greeting together. The Bible says that as they greeted one another, that John the Baptist, the baby, leapt within her. Amazing. She celebrated all right. What was Mary's due? She still gave birth, didn't she? In less than ideal circumstances. Right? What was the do? Mary still witnessed Jesus' crucifixion. That was the do, right? Can you imagine giving birth to your son, knowing what was prophesied of him? She still had to raise him. Remember, we're not exploring the story of Zacharias, Elizabeth, Mary, or Joseph. Tonight we're exploring the story of you. How do you respond in the presence of God? What is your thought? What is your prayer? How do you celebrate what God is doing? What are you going to do in response to his presence. You see, there's a tension that is raised around these questions. Do you know that John the Baptist still had a choice? He had his own free will. He could have said, no, I'm tired of these locusts and honey and this camel hair I'm allergic to. Have you got anything allergen free? No, he, he was convinced and he knew that the spirit within him, he was compelled, I must prepare the way of the Lord Jesus Christ, who is coming as the Messiah and as the Saviour and now is. I must. The Bible goes on to describe in Mark that John grew in the spirit and he grew in strength. It uses those two words, that John grew in the spirit and he grew in strength. You know, that's incredibly comforting for us. Because sometimes I know, (laughs) I know how far we've come as people, but I know how much we've got to go. And we've always got this place of growth, huh? And even John the Baptist, the Bible describes as, as growing in strength and growing in spirit. You too are on a journey of growing in strength and growing in spirit. Mark chapter 1 talks about the life of John, that he was a voice crying out in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord. And the, and, and, the, and the message that John had was for people to repent and be baptized. There's a tension in John's message. The tension in John's message is simply that, Repent, turn away from a life of certain death. Turn to Jesus and be baptised. Be washed in the water. And that might be a message for you here tonight. You may never have been baptised. Or you may feel a strengthening and a courage that Maybe you need to rededicate that place, that area of your life, your whole life to the Lord. And you might want to say, Holy Spirit, baptize me afresh tonight. Because, friends, in the doing, there is a tension. John felt the tension. Jesus felt the tension. And the tension is simply this. It comes back to our choice, our free will. Will I respond to the presence of God? John had to be prepared to prepare. He had to be ostracised. John came to prepare. Jesus came to empower. Jesus came to empower you to live life full. And what did Jesus do? Had to endure the cross and it was his love that kept him there and it was his joy knowing that when you do, when you choose when you make the choice to respond to his presence it was his joy he endured the cross, knowing that you and I would respond to his presence with a yes, Lord. I want to grow in your, in your spirit. I want to grow in strength. There is a tension, friends. That as we come into this Christmas time, and as we face the year ahead, do we choose to do when we encounter his presence yes it's appropriate to think about it to evaluate is this the lord that is right and in our evaluation we 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 pray it's our communication it's our it's our response saying lord If this is you, come in your power upon my life. Sending and making that invitation. And then, as we process that, we begin to celebrate. And we come and we worship. And as we worship like Zacharias, as he was worshipping, as, as, as the incense rose into the presence of God, as we worship together corporately or individually, it might be driving our car or in our bedroom, but when we are, are worshipping the Lord, that as that incense ri- rises before God, that his presence and angelic visitation comes, empowering us continually. Because Jesus said that he had come, that we would have life and life to its fullest. And without Jesus, we cannot have life and that we cannot have it to its fullest. So our do is your choice, is your choice of your will. How will you engage your will in the presence of God? Will it be on your knees? Will it be to reject him? Will it be to respond and say, yes, Jesus, have your way. I surrender my life to you. Because in this moment, in this service, his presence is here. In the very presence of God. He's longing to revive, to heal, to build up, to to give life where there has been certain death. Friends, I would invite you to stand up on your feet, that you would agree with me in prayer, that we would say yes together, that it's, Lord, in my doing I choose you. Because as we choose him, he's already chosen you. Heavenly Father, right now, we thank you that you sent your son, Jesus. We thank you But we have this opportunity right now Holy Spirit would you fall afresh on us tonight Holy Spirit would you fall on us and revive us breathe upon us Even as we celebrate the birth Of you, Jesus, in an atmosphere of giving, Lord. Jesus, I ask that this year ahead would be a year of revival, that there would be an outbreak. And Jesus, that we give all glory, all praise. to you, Lord. If there is anyone here tonight with every eye closed and every head bowed that says yes, revive me, Jesus. You just might wanna lift your hands and say yes, Jesus. Jesus, come into my heart. Jesus, come into my life. Holy Spirit, teach me how to respond to you. That we humbly come before you, Lord. Forgive me where I haven't chosen you. In this moment, in this place, Right now, Jesus, I choose you. I believe we're coming into a time where there is going to be such an outpouring of his presence that really nothing else will matter. There will be an overwhelming sense that whilst you sense his presence here right now, like John, we will grow in the Spirit, that we will walk with the Lord closer. Jesus, we thank you for what you have done. Jesus, we thank you that you came, that you lived life as a man, a sinless life, that you gave up for us. Thank you, Jesus, that you died. And that you rose again. And Jesus, we thank you that the Holy Spirit was released upon the earth. The great comforter, the great teacher, the great helper. And Holy Spirit, we recognize you here. In this moment, Holy Spirit, we welcome you. Even now, we ask that you would saturate our hearts, our lives, and our minds, God. That we would mark Christmas 2022 as the Christmas where it all changed. Lord, help us press into something new in you. Help us be like John and Zacharias and Mary and Elizabeth even, Lord. We would respond and that your will and your purpose would be lived through our life. Thank you, Jesus, that you choose us. And, Holy Spirit, we welcome you into every area of our life. And we ask that you would fall afresh in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well get ready. Get ready. Because I sense the Lord is doing something grand. I believe the Lord is doing something great. I want to invite you just throughout this week and just be by that altar of incense, figuratively speaking, like allow your life to be that. And I know the presence of God will visit with you as you worship him. Amen.
1: Well, thank you so much for joining us today. My name is Anna. I trust that during the service, God was moving in your heart and his presence was where you are. Just before we say goodbye today, I'd love to give you an opportunity to say yes to Jesus. If today's message spoke to you, or you've been considering believing in Jesus as your Saviour, then I would love to invite you to do that now. Would you repeat this short prayer after me? Dear Jesus, I believe that you are the Son of God. I believe that you died for my sins and that you rose again to give me life. I ask you to forgive my sins and be my Lord and my Saviour. I open my heart to you today. Amen. If you said yes to Jesus today, we would love to hear from you. We would love to celebrate with you, pray with you and help you start your Jesus journey. Visit our website, manninghamcc.org and go to the I Said Yes page. Fill out your details and one of our leaders will get in touch with you. We would love to hear your story.
0: Hey, thanks for joining in today and being part of our service. If you enjoyed today's service, would you click the share button and subscribe to MCC so you can stay connected? We'll all need some good news and we would love to hear how God has spoken to you today. Visit manninghamcc.org and fill out a Good News Story form today. If you would love to know more how to grow in your relationship with God, then Next Steps provides the path for you. Visit manninghamcc.org to find out more. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next time.